Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Selling Greenville, your favorite real estate podcast here in lovely Greenville, South Carolina. I'm your host, as always, Stan McCune, realtor right here in the Greenville area of South Carolina, and you can find all of my contact information in the show notes, the show description, whatever it's called in your podcast app, anything real estate related that you need to reach out to me for, my contact information is in there. Reach out to me at any time of day, weekends, holidays, whatever. You guys know I'm available. And as well, all that I ask, there are certain apps, specifically the podcast app on the Apple platform, on, on Apple devices, um, as well as in, I believe, Spotify and a few others, allow you to leave me a five-star rating for the show or a short little review. I'd appreciate if you guys could do that. Make sure that you hit the subscribe button. Make sure that you, uh, as well, if you could download episodes, any of those things, you could even download, let's say you don't have enough space uh, to, to download every episode, download and then delete it after you're done listening. Even that helps. So all of these little things help and I'd appreciate if you guys could do it. So we talked last week about how the real estate market is shifting. And it got me thinking because I talked about the seasonality aspect of it a little bit, but it got me thinking, you know, obviously the past few years of real estate has been way different than any other season of real estate that we've ever had, any other period of real estate that we've ever had. Um, It defies all the normal rules and expectations. Everything that's happened since the pandemic has just been crazy. Um, And so... As we are shifting, as the market is shifting, we can see there's a few possibilities that we might see in terms of what might happen. One of the possibilities is that it overcorrects, right? And this is what you hear a lot of people get being anxious about is will the market overcorrect? Will it shift to a buyer's market? Will we go into recession? All of these types of things. Will it become an unhealthy type of shift? Um, But there's also the possibility that it just shifts and corrects into a normal healthy market. Now, I don't know yet. The jury is still out on what's going to happen. If you guys are are avid listeners of the show, you know that I am fairly optimistic either way. Um, We know that it has to shift in some way to return to a healthy market. So it may need to become unhealthy in order to go back to being healthy, if that makes any sense, because it's already unhealthy. You know, it's kind of like setting a bone. Um, Sometimes you have to uh, break a bone, and, and I'm sorry if, if anyone listening is a medical expert, this is not going to be medically precise, um, but I know that sometimes you have to um, kind of break a bone in order to allow the body to heal correctly. So sometimes you have to hurt something in order to make uh, a, a wound or whatever the case may be heal properly. That might be what needs to happen in our market. We don't know. Um, we're still trying to figure this out. The Fed has been trying to uh, do Fed tinkering, as they always do, in a way that doesn't cause us to go in recession. But most people think that what the Fed is doing is going to cause us to go into recession. Most economists, most people that study this. So I'm kind of operating under that assumption. But that being said, as we hear, I, I keep seeing these headlines and I keep hearing people talking about home prices are going to go down. Home prices, are, they're going to go down 20%. They're going to go down 25%. It's going to be crazy. Um, we're already starting to see this home prices going down. People, um, you know, starting to, to freak out, starting to, you know, wondering what's happening. Um, and, and I think that what this is, this is the product of people treating the real estate market like they treat the stock market. 
in the stock market, uh, it's only bad for people that holds that holds stocks unless unless you're shorting stocks and whatnot. You know, whatever. As you guys know, I'm not a financial advisor. Don't take any financial advice from me. Um, but the, the what I know about people that that trade stocks, generally speaking, for the average household American that just has mutual funds or whatnot, they want to see the stock market continue to go up. Well, real estate is kind of similar, right? If you have real estate holdings, you want to see those values continue to go up. But it is different, whereas the stock market obviously has a seasonality to it. Um, real estate is extremely seasonal in terms of how it works. And here's the thing. Prior to the pandemic, and I posted a little, um, if, if you follow me on Facebook, not my business page, my personal page, I, I need to use my business page more, but nobody nobody follows me on there. So um, I post this to my personal page. And if you want to friend me on Facebook to see that stuff, just go ahead and friend me on there. Um, but I posted a little graph that shows historically what the median sales price in Greenville has done going all the way back to 2007. So back to just before the Great Recession. And every single year prior to the pandemic, including during the recession, we had prices for the year, for each individual year, peak during the summer and then go back down. Now, here's the thing. When they went back down, at once they hit, once they bottomed out, the bottom out of, for, for the years that weren't in recession, where they bottomed out was still higher than where they had bottomed out the year before. And where they peaked in the summer was a higher peak than where they had peaked in the summer before. So this is how appreciation works. Appreciation works, and this is what I alluded to last week. You have to look at the year-on-year chart to really know what's happening more than the month-on-month chart. Because if you're just looking at month-on-month, home prices go up and down, right? This, If you guys listened last week, you already know this. But if home prices go down year-on-year... Then at that point, we're seeing a depreciative real estate environment. Prices are going down. That is what we saw back during the Great Recession. That is when people start to get underwater on their mortgages. That's when foreclosure rates start to skyrocket. That's when we see things flip to a buyer's market. Um, now, at this point, we're not seeing anything close to that. If Again, if you listened last week, you saw that for the month of August, prices were up year-on-year 14.8%. But they were down month-on-month. But again, as I said last week, that is a normal thing to happen. And as I've already alluded to, prices do tend to peak during uh, June, July this year, perhaps August. Um, Prices do tend to peak during those summer months, and then they recede a little bit. So my question going into all of this data, right, is, okay, so people are going to start, I I know what's going to happen. People are going to start freaking out as they see prices going down, and you're going to hear rumblings of a housing market crash, all of this type of of stuff. I guarantee, I guarantee that this will happen, but if we know that up until the past two years, it was normal for prices to come down off of their summer peak before going back up again in the spring of the next year, then we, we already know that, right? Then it's actually healthy and normal for the market to do this. We would expect in a healthy, normal market that now for the remainder of 2022, 
we would see prices start to go down. So at what point is it unhealthy, right? Because it's healthy for the prices to go down. And this is what's crazy. If you look at the, at the graph, it's that the past two years have not had the seasonality to it. And, you know, the only thing that I can conclude from that, what I felt on the ground as a realtor, is that people couldn't just say, you know, we're just going to move in the summer. Because there weren't enough houses to go around. So people just had to be open. They might try to move during the summer, but then they just kept getting outbid or they couldn't find the house that they wanted. So then uh, their house search bled into the into the fall and then they still didn't find it and then it bled into the winter. And then, um, and then finally they were able to get something under contract in the winter. So the seasonality of real estate has basically not been here for two years now. And this is what's been great in some ways for realtors, but also has been difficult why we have been, uh, you know, working our tails off now for two straight years um, in, in a business where we normally kind of have a slower season. Um, and and for any sort of job, right, anyone that works in any sort of job, even sales, likes to have a little bit of a slowdown every now and then. Well, we really haven't for two straight years. And that can't continue. Not, I'm not just saying for realtors that it can't continue. For the market, it can't continue. There's no way that the market can handle that type of demand. And so, as I've said before, demand lowering is a good and healthy thing. But at what point, at what point is it unhealthy? And I like to be ahead of the curve. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, the, the easiest way to determine if it's unhealthy is once the year-on-year increase in the median sales price reaches zero or below zero, um, at that point, we can say, okay, now uh, the real estate market is depreciating. But by the time we're there, it will have already been happening for a while. Like By the time we see the year-on-year numbers come down that far, we'll already be behind the curve. So I want to be ahead of the curve and to try to determine what we need to see in order to, on on more of a month-to-month basis, in order to have a sense of where we're heading, whether the uh, the shift and the the decrease in prices is potentially still normal within the range of being normal and healthy, or whether um, it is potentially a something resembling a housing market crash. Um, and and I think that there is a way f- for us to do this. All right. So here's basically what I did. I looked at all of these other years that we've had a normal seasonal peak and then a normal seasonal drop. And basically, what I reverse engineered from that is that the normal seasonal drop from the peak within the next few months is for prices to come down about 10% off of their price peak before the end of the year. So prices peak typically June, July, perhaps August. Um, And then after that, they come down before the end of the year at some point, whether November, October, November, December, they come down uh, and bottom out about 10% below their peak before going back up. That is what has happened in healthy, during the healthy years, the years that we weren't in recession and also weren't in the pandemic. Um, And again, I've mentioned this before, but this is for Greenville. I'm not talking about San Diego or, or Las Vegas or Phoenix. Uh, or Philadelphia, or any of these other markets, not even Charlotte or Atlanta. This is specifically a Greenville podcast. This is specifically what I've seen in Greenville. I don't know if, if this holds true to other markets. Um, so we can reasonably expect for prices before the end of 2022 to come down 
10% off of their peak. So what was their peak? Right now, assuming that something odd um, doesn't happen in the month of September, the peak appeared to have been in July. Again, th that is a very normal thing to happen. And that peak was a median sales price of $317,390. Um, so in a normal environment, we could expect to see that number come down by a full 10%, and that would still be within the range of healthy for our market. So we could actually see before the end of the year, prices go down from 317000 all the way down to about 285000 285000 before the end of the year. And that would just be a normal seasonal slowdown. That would not be anything quote-unquote unhealthy. That would not be anything unexpected or unusual. That would be what happens in a normal, non-recession, non-pandemic type of year. Now, one question I have when looking at this data is actually, like, do prices actually go down seasonally, or is it simply that more expensive homes aren't hitting the market in the winter months for some reason, right? And this is a hard question to answer, and it's a little bit downstream from, from this pod, but I just thought you guys would, would find it interesting because it was one of the questions that I had. Usually this podcast, usually my episodes start with a question that I have, and I figured that some of my listeners also had that question and would be interested in, or maybe they don't have the question, but when I ask the question, they're like, oh yeah, that's interesting. Um, and, and so... Um, that's typically how my ideas for my episodes are birthed. And so one of the questions I had is, why do prices come down 10%? a lot. Like, that's a massive difference. And so is it just that the more expensive houses aren't coming on the market? Or do we actually see a real decrease in values during the winter months? Um, and, and again, it's a really hard question to answer without me doing hours upon hours of research. I'm not even, I mean, I, I, I say I'm not even sure where I would begin. I, I think I do know where I would begin, and it would, it would take a very long time. I'm sorry, guys. I love this podcast, and I love giving you content. I don't have time uh, to get into the data quite that deeply right now. Um, but there is one thing that we can look at that will kind of answer the question kind of indirectly. And it is the percent of list price received. This is a, a, a number that we look at when we look at the market stats. We talked about it last week. Um, and it's, uh, according to the Greater Greenville Association of Realtors, the way they calculate it, it's the percentage found when dividing a property sales price by its most recent list price, then taking the average for all properties sold in a given month, not accounting for seller concessions. Um, okay, so without getting too much into the weeds on what all of that means, basically you're you're looking at, you know, if a person lists a house for $100,000 and they get $98,000 for it, then the percent of list price received was 98%. Okay, it's that simple. All right, so what I kind of decided that I was going to do to look at to determine, at least indirectly, do prices, do homes actually kind of lose value seasonally? Do, does the value of homes go down during the winter months? Was to look at whether this percent of list price received also peaks during the summer months. Because if it also peaks during the summer months, then that means that there's more demand during the summer months and people are making more competitive offers during the summer months than they are during the winter months. Well, guess what? It does, in fact, peak during the summer months, just like 
the median sales price does. And so what I gather from that is that homes, home values do actually fluctuate on a seasonal basis. You're going to get more for your home selling in the summer than you will selling in the winter. That's that's the reality of the situation. And um, it makes sense from a from the standpoint of demand. There is much, much less demand typically in a normal market. Again, this has been different the past couple of years. In fact, if I look at this percent of list price received um, chart for, uh, for 2021 and 2022, um, it, it's actually is still seasonal, but um, where it still does spike in the summer, but it's still so high, it doesn't matter. It's still basically the entire thing is above 100%. But it is interesting that it still, um, still did in 2021 and 2022 spike during the summers. So there is something real here that homes are the most valuable because there is higher demand um, during the summer months. So that's, again, I thought that you guys would find that interesting. So what does all of this mean in the end? What can we actually conclude from this? How can we actually figure out or try to reverse engineer what's happening in the market based on all of this data? What can we expect in the upcoming months based on all this data? What I'm expecting now, having having really gotten into this data, is I'm expecting that median price point to retreat to below $300,000 before the end of the year. And if it stays above $285,000, then I'm going to say, you know what? Right now, um, the market is doing what the market should do. Um, and I would expect the percent of list price received to also retreat. I mean, before the pre-pandemic norm was in like the 98, 98 and a half percent range, um, it would not shock me if it went down to that, um, or maybe even a little bit lower. That that wouldn't shock me if it if it got down below 97 percent. That would be um, a, a point of concern. But I think if it stays above 97 percent, which was kind of what we saw in in healthier types of markets, um, I'm not super worried about that at all. Again, I'm not super worried about any of these things at the end of the day. Um, I have clients that will benefit if we go into recession. I have, um, obviously, it's it's a lot slower for a lot of realtors, but I'm prepared for that too. I've got money in the bank. Um, I, I have learned over the years of real estate to make sure that I have adequate money in reserve because there might be lean months. Um, I learned that the hard way when I couldn't drive for six months and basically didn't make money for six months. Um, so I am prepared for all this. None of this scares me. And I don't think it should scare any of you guys either. Um, the The market, even if the market does depreciate more than 10%, we've all still gained so much value for the real estate that we have that, in my opinion, is nothing, nothing to complain about. Um but I'm expecting to see that median sales price for Greenville uh, plunge below $300,000. You're going to hear people freaking out about this. Um, if it if we see in October, November, December that number come down below 285 at that point, now we can start to assume that there's more. This is no longer a um, a normal kind of shift. This isn't the market returning to a normal seasonal type of market. Now something more is happening. Um, is it shifting to a buyer's market? As I've said before, I'm not going to be ready to say that unless we see a major, major shift. And there will be a lot more 
than just the median sales price to indicate all of that. But if we see um, the median sales price, like I said, go below um, go below, I guess, really 90% of what the peak was, then at that point, we're seeing actual actual home prices going down. At that point, we can say home prices are truly going down right now. Um, and then we have to adjust our strategy accordingly. At that point, then it's like, okay, now we're, we're going to start to see those year-on-year either flat lines or decreases in home values. Um, so that those are numbers that I'm looking at that I'm going to be analyzing very closely. Of course, you guys will know um, every month or so, we go through all of this data that the Greater Greenville Association of Realtors publishes. And so we'll be looking at this in real time as it happens. Um, it's a roller coaster, but it's an exciting roller coaster. I hope you guys are excited to hear the content. That is all for today's show. I appreciate you guys so much for listening. It blows my mind every single week that people listen to the show. It truly amazes me. When I first started recording it, I didn't think anyone would listen to it. Um, And literally, I was just like, you know, this is just something for me to tell people. Um, It's something that gives me some credibility. I've got a a real estate podcast, and it's just like one more thing that I can can tell people uh, to let them know that I'm a credible realtor. Um, but as it is, I get hundreds of listens per week. Um, and I'm just, I'm really grateful for that. So thank you guys for listening. If you could help the show uh, by telling more people about it, by downloading and subscribing to episodes, uh, by leaving a five-star review uh, or a five-star rating or a short little review, I would appreciate all of those things. All of my contact information is in the show notes. If you need help with buying a house, with selling a house, anything like that, let me know. I hope you guys stay safe. And we will talk again next time.